0: Well, good morning, Cedar Creek Church. Good morning. Thank you very much. It is great to see you this morning. My name is Danny Wilson, and I'm the campus pastor here at our Banks Mill location, and I want to welcome all of you as well as those of you who are jo- joining us on live stream today. Thank you so much for being here for worship today. It is going to be just an amazing day if the first service is any indication. We just had a great time of worship, so I'm glad you are here now to be a part of that as well. And if you were here last week, you know that we are in a new sermon series that Pastor Philip has entitled, Easter, The Defining Moment. And let me go ahead and just tell you so you won't sit here and wonder, you probably have some idea. The defining moment that we're gonna be talking about these next four weeks is the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And it doesn't get any better than that. And that truly is a defining moment. We're gonna talk more about that as we go over these next few minutes. But I think it'd be important for us to start with thinking about this whole defining moment. What, what exactly is a defining moment? Because again, it's the theme of what we're going to be talking about over these next few weeks. And as Pastor Philip shared with you last week, a defining moment is simply any event or series of events that changes everything around it and after it. Let me give that to you again. It's any event or series of events that changes everything around it or after it. And he gave some great examples last week. The wheel was a big invention that changed from that point forward. It really changed all of the world. Or how about this one? The printing press, the Declaration of Independence, um, the internet, who knows, if we want to go present day COVID. I mean, it's, it's changed us. And these are all things that have happened that have affected culture, have affected the world. But there's also things in our own lives that are defining moments. Things like graduation, that's a pretty big thing. Or maybe it is your first job, marriage, a child. All of our defining moments aren't good. Some of them are things like maybe a divorce or losing a job. Maybe it's losing a loved one. But we all have those moments in our lives. They're defining moments for us. And again, that is where we're going and that's where we're taking off. And you may wonder, well, why in the world are we doing a series, a four-week series on this whole idea of defining moments? And here's why, why Easter is so significant that Jesus' death and resurrection are the defining moments in the Christian faith, in the lives of those of us who surrender to him as our Lord and Savior, and also they're defining moments in history. Jesus' death and his resurrection are defining moments in all of history. So that's why we're focusing on this, and that's why that is so, so important to us. And I want you to understand that the resurrection is not a defining moment, but it is the defining moment. And let me share with you why I say that. The Apostle Paul words it this way in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 14. I want you to listen to this verse. It says, and if Christ has not been raised, then all of our preaching is useless, and listen to this, and your faith is useless. Wow, think about that. Without the resurrection of Jesus Christ, our very faith is useless. And so that's why this is so important for us to talk about and for us to explore. And again, we're not just going to take one Sunday to do that. Typically, you get an Easter Sunday message, but we're looking at four weeks of really focusing in on this whole idea of Easter being that defining moment. Last week, Pastor Phillips spent some time talking about Jesus in the last week of his life from Palm Sunday to Easter Sunday, and I want to encourage you, if you missed that message for any reason, this week, be sure you go to the app or to the website and catch that because some great truths came out of that, some great lessons out of that, so I would encourage you to do that. But today, I have the opportunity to just share briefly with you about the defining moment and how symbols are a big, big part of that. And so what I want to do is just take a few minutes and look at some different symbols to help us think about that. And I think it's important for us to understand that a symbol is simply something that stands for or it suggests something else. Let me say that again. A symbol is something that stands for something or it suggests something else. Let me give you some examples real quick. Uh, This thing on my finger is called a wedding band. Tell me what this this is a symbol for. Marriage. Marriage, absolutely. This is not marriage itself. It's a symbol for marriage. Or let me give you a few more. When you see this, tell me what this is a symbol for. What is that a symbol for? Talk to me, come on. Oh, oh, yes, it's a present, absolutely, but it's a symbol of of a birthday. Somebody's birthday typically you get presents. So when you see this with ice cream on it and presents and cupcakes and all that stuff, your mind goes, hey, this is a birthday. Or how about this one? And this one, um, well, I'll just bring it out. And I'll just tell you, and then I'll get you to tell me what what is this thing a symbol of? And I hate this. What is this a symbol of? What is that? What is this? Symbol of? For most of you, you say exercise. For me, this is a symbol of the devil. And this is a symbol of hard work and dedication. And I just seem to throw this thing if it wouldn't hurt the floor or hurt me or anything else. But yeah, it's a symbol of exercise and fitness. This next one, a lot of y'all are going to really, really like. Um, I think you're going to enjoy this one very much. Tell me what you think this is a symbol of Wait, I haven't even gotten in it yet, people. Let me sit down for a minute before you start guessing. What, at first the I service not raise this raise this leg far enough and I and the dust. the dust let 's see how I did today. So what is of a symbol of the sun on. the sun on. I this today. from this today. This is pretty comfortable, so yeah, this is of symbol of vacation of relaxing of enjoying yourself so, those symbols all of them just typically stand for something else if you stop and think about it and we could go on and on with different symbols but they simply stand for something else and what I want to do is take just a second and look at a few symbols that point to the defining moment of Jesus Christ and his resurrection one of those is this the cross and for us Um, This cross means many, many different things. I can tell you that this cross that I purchased from Hobby Lobby is not like the cross that Jesus died on. Um, It wasn't very well put together, really decorated well or anything else. The cross that Jesus died on was extremely rugged. Um, And the other thing you need to know is that a cross to the Roman world meant something totally different to much of the rest of the world because the cross and the whole idea of the cross was the whole idea of crucifixion and crucifixion was very, very Um, It was very gory. It was very hard. It was very difficult for the one being crucified. I spent some time as I was thinking about this whole idea of the cross and just reminding myself the significance of it, of all of the different medical things that happened when someone was crucified. And it's really too much for me to even go into right now because so many things happen to the body when someone's being crucified. But ultimately, and the worst part of it is as the body got tired and weary and it began to sag and droop, no more energy. Typically, the legs would be broken of someone being crucified. They would suffocate. And so this cross was, was not a good thing. And it was a, a, it, was a, it was a device for torture, basically, for lack of a better word. It was very, very difficult. And for those of us who are Christ followers, this cross has tremendous meaning because we realize the price that Jesus paid, that his, blood was, that his body was broken, his blood was shed. He suffered tremendously because of that cross because he wanted to show us his amazing love for us and because God had to do that in order for someone to pay the price for our sins and Jesus Christ was willing to do that. And so for believers, this is an incredible symbol that points to that defining moment of Jesus's resurrection, that he died for our sins so that you and I might have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Another symbol I want you to think about, and I tried to figure out how to do this one, but short of putting on a bathing suit and jumping in a baptismal pool, I figured I would just describe it to you, but baptism. You know, baptism is for people who've made a decision to make Jesus Christ the Lord of their life. And we know from scripture, once someone makes that decision, the next step in their faith journey is to be baptized. And the reason that's so important is because baptism is a symbol of what God has done in our life. In our lives, And it's a picture of stepping into that pool and we're, we're getting in there and we're in control of our lives and we're in charge of it. Sin has gotten control of our lives. But as you know, with baptism, once you are laid back and you're put under the water and come back out, we talk about the fact that you're a new creation. And that's what happens when Jesus Christ comes into our life. We start off with sin being in control and life lacking meaning and purpose and hope and this huge debt that we have to pay for our sin. But we know once Jesus Christ comes in, all of a sudden now that debt is paid and we're a new creation. And here's the incredible thing. Next Sunday morning, Easter Sunday, we have 20 plus people who are going to be right up on this stage being baptized. And I cannot wait because that is one of my favorite services. But that's going to be a great symbol to us of Jesus Christ and pointing to Jesus Christ's resurrection and the fact that Jesus Christ is the one that brings us life like nobody else can because he's paid the price and made that life possible. So I'm excited about that. And as they're baptized next week, I want you to know two important things. They're identifying with the family of God and being a believer, but they're also symbolizing what God did in their life when they made him the Lord and Savior of their life. And that has brought them from death to life. And then there's another, uh, there's another symbol that we're going to focus on today, as a matter of fact, in worship. And it is uh, the Lord's Supper. And you'll remember with the Lord's Supper that um, Jesus was in the upper room with his disciples. And as the meal wrapped up, he got a loaf. And he began to distribute part of that loaf to his disciples. And he said some important words to them. And he said, as you take and you eat this, do this in remembrance of me. And it was Jesus' way of saying that his body was going to be broken. His body was gonna be broken. He was gonna hang on that cross to die for their sin. And he was gonna allow that to happen. He reminded them as they take that bread and eat it to remember that, there, that his body was being broken for their sin. And then it didn't stop there. Jesus took it a step further and Jesus went on and he grabbed some juice for them, some wine for them. And he told them, as you take this wine, the same thing. He said, I want you to remember a sacrifice was paid that I shed my blood that you might have a relationship with my Father and the debt for your sin might be paid. And so this morning, we're gonna have an opportunity in just a few minutes to slow down and to celebrate that symbol of Jesus' death on that cross, shedding his blood and giving up his body in order that you and I could have life. And it all points again to the resurrection of Jesus Christ that we'll celebrate next Sunday. So what I want you to know today, what I want to remind you of that's so important is that Jesus Christ's resurrection is the defining moment in our faith and indeed in history. And I'm so thankful today that there are plenty of symbols, a few I've shared with you today that help us remember and help point us back to that defining moment because it is so important in our faith journey that we remember that. So I want to ask as we continue in worship that you would pause for just a minute and you'd pray with me. Father, I wanna come to you and I wanna thank you so much for our time this morning. Father, I wanna thank you for the reminder of that defining moment, uh, the day that your son rose from the dead. Father, that his resurrection happened. And I'm reminded today that we too can experience the same kind of resurrection That, Father, as we place our faith in Jesus Christ, we surrender to him, we accept that incredible gift that he gave going to that cross for us, that we can experience resurrection, we can experience a new life, a transformed life, and, Father, it doesn't even stop there. You tell us we can have a life that's abundant and that's full, that has meaning and hope and purpose and direction, and I'm so grateful today for that defining moment of Jesus Christ coming out of that grave, and that, again, we too can have that life today. And my hope and prayer is that as we worship today, that would be our focus, Jesus Christ, that we would enjoy being in your presence, that we would listen as we're singing these songs to the words of it. We'll listen as we continue to go through the service of how you speak to us. And I pray at the very root of it all, we would understand your deep, deep desire to have a relationship with each of us and to give us a life that we're gonna find nowhere else apart from you. So we give you this time now. Thank you for being here with us. And we look forward to all you're gonna do this morning